Welcome, everybody, to the JK Sports Podcast. I am Juan. And I am Kyle. And we're back. This time, we're really back. Oh, man. All the it, way back. It's like the resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> the, the resurrection of JK Sports Podcast. Exactly. It's amazing. COVID couldn't keep us down. No, no. It not, did. Not us. <laughs> it, it, no, it only did if we would have quit. That's true. Only quitters lose. That's true. We're not quitters. Yes. This Aristotle is America. said that, I think, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, Aristotle? Yeah. What does right. that have to do with sports? He was American and a big sports fan, I think. Oh, huge. Yeah. Huge. Anyways, <laughs> so we're back. We're watching the uh, World Series. We're here for the World Series. We come to you at the big events, all right? So we've got Kyle's Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, all right? man. He's been a fan since they were called the Devil Rays. Devil Rays, which it's a shame they got rid of the Devil Rays. I know, but you've you've been through them through a long time, you know. Right. Name change. Yeah. Expansion. Yeah, I I was really nervous because I honestly thought the Braves were obviously going to win the National League, and the Braves are the team that we grew up on. Yeah. You know, we didn't. The Marlins no weren't Rays. even around where, when we were born. The Rays weren't around. The Braves were the team of the Southeast. I mean, they were it. There was yeah. nothing else. America's so team from the they, South. They were, yeah. I mean, that's that's true American right there, the Braves. So you grow up on that, and the Rays show up. Great. Become a Rays fan. Uh, so I'd have been torn if they'd have played in the World Series. I, I honestly am happier now. I, I wanted the Braves to make the World Series, but I don't know what I would have done. Who would I have picked? I'm well, torn. Yeah. Well, luckily, you don't have to worry about that because they blew a 3-1 to one lead. It wasn't great. Braves going to Braves. Atlanta going to Atlanta. That was the most Atlanta thing ever between them and the Falcons. They really know how to blow some leads, huh? Yeah. Although the Falcons, I mean, they played really well this last coming weekend. I mean, one out of six, you can't, I, I don't know. They're garbage. What a waste of talent. Are you, I feel bad for my boy, Dan Quinn. Shout out, Florida. He's fired. He, he gone. Um well-deserved that he's fired, but, I mean... <laughs> I don't think that... How do you say well-deserved to be fired? Oh, he well deserved, deserved it. He deserved it. I mean, I can't think of a more talented team that's accomplished less. Them and the Packers are the two... I go to those two teams. I mean, my goodness. It's so crazy how quick you get to the top of the mountain and then you just fall back off, right? Like, yeah. you know, they... Dan Quinn gets there, and I think it was, like, his first season or something. They went to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan had his, like, incredible run, was MVP, and they just right. blow the lead against the Patriots. Then next year, you can understand the Super Bowl hangover, right? So year sure. two, Super Bowl hangover. And then after that, they just stunk. Well, and what's weird is Quinn's obviously a defensive guru, um, did amazing things at UF, did amazing things up in Seattle, if you remember, I mean, with their defense. And, you know, that is where Atlanta just completely falls apart. It's uh, very bizarre. And I've got a lot of friends from Atlanta, from that area. I know it's painful for them. Um, but, man, I don't know. I don't know how we got down this Atlanta train. But Well, the other thing I, I thought of, though, is, you know, as a team similar to that is the 49ers. Right? Like, yeah. Jimmy G, and, and I guess this is still year two, but, I mean, Jimmy G's getting benched. And he was, I mean, fantastic last year. Well, okay. How does that happen? Okay, so fantastic. I don't know. There's different definitions of it. He's fantastic in that system. He did exactly what he was asked to do and didn't screw it up. He wasn't winning games on his own by any means. So it's not like, you know, he was going out there, putting the team on his back and saying, all right, boys, let's go. It was... You know, they had a great defense, great coaching, and just don't blow it. And this year he's not I, – I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It does seem bizarre. But I, I wouldn't say he was went from some, like, top-tier quarterback to some bottom tier. Would you say he was a top-ten quarterback in the league last year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, I wouldn't. I could have named – it's hard for me to name ten good quarterbacks in the <laughs> NFL, right? Brady, Breeze, Mahomes. Yeah, I don't know. Rodgers. 
Aaron Rodgers is Russell good. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. That. I mean, what? How many are we on? That's six. <laughs> right. Six. So he's got to come into the ten. I don't know. I don't know. I think if you really look at it, I, I'm not putting Dak Prescott in the top ten. Are you? No. No, especially now that he has three legs and not two anymore, after that oh, ankle injury. That was man. gross. No sympathy. You have no sympathy for. I'm these, just saying it's gross. Professional athletes. It's gross. Don't do that. Don't make me watch that. That was nasty. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. And I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to have sympathy for guy. I mean, listen. You assume the risk coming into the league. You know. That that's an option. And not for long. The NFL, not for long, right? Yeah, okay. How much money do you make this year? $35 million? Like, come on. I, I don't know. And, and I, I'm not a... I don't know. We always go back to this. I'm not, like, I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid that much. They absolutely should. But, okay, if you paid me $35 million this year and then said, hey, you can never do this again, okay. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. Great. I'll just pod the rest of my life, man. Yeah, you could probably make some good pods. Probably get a lot better equipment than we have. <laughs> Dude, we are uh, top tier now. Deshaun Watson would be in my top ten also. Ooh. Man, he's like right year. on the cusp. Right on the cusp. He's See, I don't... How, what happened to the Texans? I'm talking about another team with a ton of talent. Well, they fired their coach because my their coach was their GM also, yeah. and he traded their best wide receiver Not a for move. a running back who had been injured for David Johnson. Tried DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Not a good move. And now your boy DeAndre is just tearing it up in Arizona. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Arizona's a fun team to watch. Kyler Murray, he's pretty explosive. You got DeAndre over there. I don't know, they're fun. You like got Tyler. your GQ coach out there, just yeah dancing. Cliff, and yeah. I, how pissed is Cliff that he has to wear a mask and people can't see his beautiful face? <laughs> He's so upset. He's so all good looking people hate COVID right now. They hate it, but it puts everybody on an even playing field, right? You yeah. know, you you all look the same. Can you imagine know? being single during COVID. Oh. Being no. a college student, sitting like, at home, not being able to do anything, and then you do go out and you can't even look at people. Yeah, that'd be tough. Tough stuff. No wonder all the college kids are getting COVID because if you were a college student right now, I mean, you definitely wouldn't care. Wouldn't be worried about this. About I can it. assure you, in college, COVID would not have even been a blip on our radar. <laughs> I mean, it would not have faced us in the slightest. You, you would have had zero change to your lifestyle. Zero. In Zero. It, no. I, I think the only benefit would be we wouldn't have to go to class, which uh, that may not be a good thing. Well, I definitely would give you that for some people, the extra five or six years in college. The extra, I didn't need COVID extra, to give me an extra year. Did not need COVID for that. That extra child. So speaking of, so Kyle, what do you want to talk about, man? We got a lot, a lot on your chest. There's been, you know, I mean, it's been since March, man. It's been it's six been, months. It's been a long time. Of of not potting it up, so. It's been way too long. So really, in what's on your mind during this this time? So th- there's been a couple things on my mind. Okay. Okay. We've got NFL, which is great, on schedule, doing yep. great, and we can talk about college football's back, which gets me jacked up. Jacked. And then golf has essentially. I don't want to say didn't ever stop because it did stop but golf was the really the one true consistent through covid yeah um and you know i became we were already big golf fans but i felt like we became more entrenched in it because there was nothing else right Right. Um, like and well there was the early basketball and like baseball that came back on the regular season but it still felt weird yeah you know it, it still felt a little bit weird. Yeah. You know, my big takeaway from all of this, and when you really watch it, and I, I think golf is, uh, you, you could see it the most in golf because it's an individual sport, but not having fans in the stands or on the course or wherever, 
really is benefiting young athletes or um, inexperienced athletes, I feel like, because there's not anybody booing them or talking about them when they walk by or, you know, they don't get the crowd noise that, you know, the experienced guys, it just doesn't phase them anymore. And you see it, you've seen that in golf, all these young guys who are tearing it up on the tour, uh, which is great. It's a good thing for the sport. I'm not saying it's bad. But I'll be really, really curious to see when we come back and fans are allowed on the course, if Colin Morikawa, if Matthew Wolf, um, the list goes on and on with these young guys, if they continue to play as well as they have, when, you know, you're walking by and somebody's saying something, you know, inappropriate. But golfers is a gentleman's sport. Do they, do the, are the fans really doing that? In- Bro, you and I both have been to professional golf events absolutely yeah. 100 we've been one saying inappropriate things you have a few chili pops <laughs> you know you, you're talking about brooks is he jacked or is he not you know you have the argument when they're five feet away from you you know it's all in yeah. jest right but you're not the one up there getting ready to spray a driver a hundred yards right potentially yeah i guess i've never really said it to them though i've never yelled and that's right you don't have to say it to them but the golfers aren't deaf you know I'm, I, I will say the one golf environment that I've been to that I was like this is unlike any other and the trash talking feels like a college football game or any sports game like that was the Ryder Cup that was intense right yes and if you could could you imagine the Ryder Cup fans in like that style at all in all the golf tournaments not all, but at least the majors. Well, see, and, and I would argue it'd be great for the sport. I mean, I, I truthfully would. Um, well, I don't know, to an extent. I, you got to keep... Composure? Yeah, there, there, there were times when it get a little out of hand. But also, going into the Ryder Cup, the players know that, too. I mean, they're expecting that. But I could also argue that, you know, it's the emotion that the players are putting out there that jacks up the fans. No doubt. Right? So, like, college football, right? Or even a base, like, a, I won't say a regular season baseball game, but, like, a playoff baseball is awesome. Mm-hmm. I like, or, um, like, World Series, any of that. Right. When the players are jacked up and, like, showing emotion, that the fans, like, it, it works both ways. The fans right. get fired up, too. And then the Ryder Cup, you know, you got Rory... You got Patrick Reed showing emotion. Yeah. That just jacks up all the fans and creates an awesome atmosphere. For so sure. So I'm putting it back maybe a little bit on the golfers. Right. Right, to show a little bit more emotion into that. And I think that in turn will even jack up the fans. Right. Some more and create a better atmosphere. No doubt. But you can't do that without fans being there. Yeah. It. I mean, it's hard to, you know, get all fired up when there's nobody watching the tiger roars you know right and that's what i'm saying these young guys they don't know what it's like to play with a full tiger crowd you know if even just on a it doesn't have to be on a sunday just on a thursday morning yeah like i mean okay great morikawa and i and i like morikawa and i love matthew wolf they you know played great in the majors colin obviously won well I mean, okay, but who's to say he would have played that well the first two days if he's paired with a Tiger or Dustin Johnson or, you know. Or just hearing the crowd, like, three holes away yelling because somebody made, like, a a great chip-in or a great putt. Right. And now they're two strokes or one stroke back. Right. You know, or I guess the Tiger effect or any other effect in golf is you've got – a thousand people following you in one hole. Right. And then two holes later, nobody's following you, and you just hear all these roars. Exactly. Like, right. For me, and I'm not, I'll say I'm probably not as strong minded as the professional golfers. Right. But that, I'd start thinking, I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, what's yeah. going on? And But now exactly. they're like, oh, nobody's here. I'm just hanging out. Mind starts wandering. Well, and I mean, okay, so take DeChambeau. You know, who yeah. I, I'm outspoken on DeChambeau. I can't stand him. Yeah, I mean, I, I am not a fan of his. Now, is he extremely talented and goes against the grain, which isn't a bad thing? Yeah, absolutely. But I, so does he win a major if 
you you know there are people in the, the crowd like talking crap, uh, you know, and you know because he gets bothered by you know if somebody moves just twitches in the crowd he freaks out. Somebody's snapping pictures he freaks out. Well, so if there's a big crowd that he's obviously hearing that scene that, um, and you can't take those wins away from those guys, but it does make you wonder would it have the same result? You know, I think it it puts everybody on a, a level playing field. Okay. So um, I'm going to ask you what your other thing is on your mind these days. But on the golf thing, hmm? it's only three more tournaments before the Masters. You know, yeah. we've had a little bit of a lull, right? Golf lull. really yeah. picked up yep. in around, what was it, June, July time frame? Yeah, I think the around July, June. August, right? Yeah. Was when it was peaking. The PGA was in August. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, yeah, July probably. July was the U.S. Open. Right. And that's really when it kind of, I felt like, picked up. And somewhere around there in June, you had, um, I mean, you had the Memorial and a couple of good tournaments that yeah. were peaking yeah. to go to the U.S. Open. But, um, and so then obviously it's been probably like a month and a half, almost two full months without big tournaments but you get the masters yeah. in november yeah in november which is phenomenal because you know historically with golf you know once the you know now they've changed the schedule but the reality is once the fedex cup playoffs and i mean yeah they've got tournaments but they're not the tournaments that draw viewers and are at the great courses with good fields um but in november i'm super fired up about it i mean weekends are dominated by football especially here in the South, and that's the reality of it, yeah. and it, it, it is what it is. And I love that, and I would never change it. Mm-hmm. But, man, to have football and then the Masters, too, like, it has the potential to be one of the greatest sports weekends of all time. Yeah. I, I love the, like, late-in-the-year golf. This gets me jacked up. You know, you could... Put a little fire outside. Dude, you can maybe, eat maybe soup? <laughs> Hot chocolate? Oh, my goodness. Have a little brown water, a little soup. Yeah. Oh. TV on outside. Yeah, sitting outside watching it. Oh, my Multiple goodness. TVs, clearly. Ooh. Possibilities are endless, Juan. It's, you know, and the only thing that would top it, even a little, little I know where you're going, top. and I love it. Eldrick. Oh. You know, I just looked. You know, you may forget, but before COVID and everything happened, the defending champion of the Masters, who is he? It's still. Still. Not, not, the defending not pre-COVID, still. He gets to decide. The He still gets to do Champions Center. He gets yeah. to decide what they have. Yeah. Yeah. He gets to uh, make the menu. He gets to put the jacket on himself when he wins and break Sneed's record, oh, by the man. by. Can you imagine a oh, better – say, and we've, well, I feel like we've had this conversation before because we probably have. Yeah. But, I mean, I just – in a super bizarre year like this, I mean, truthfully, and it is weird how sports do bring, like, a sense of normalcy and peace to the world, which we've got so much crap going on right now, even outside of COVID. It's good to talk about it and good to have something on to watch. Mm-hmm. Um but can you imagine a year like this when the big cat, I mean, and not just a major, but to break in the, the all-time wins record on the PGA Tour. Not the Masters. Well, I, I mean, we talked about it on here. We said I was fully prepared to take the day off work on a Monday if Eldrick Tiger Woods had won when he wins the Masters. Right. Right. Like, I am... Yes. There will be a celebration. There, there will be a party. <laughs> there, uh, And that goes without saying. Yeah. We will party. I, I still stand by, if it's Sunday, Tiger's in contention in the final group or second to final group in the Masters. I'm preparing myself. Yep, look out. <laughs> I, I'm all in. Look out. Okay. And I may have to take off work either way because I'll either be depressed <laughs> or right. 
No, no, no. See, if he going... loses, I've got to go to work because i got to get my mind off it. If he wins, boys, I'll see you, <laughs> I don't know, lunchtime or something. I Yeah. I, wife doesn't work now on Mondays. It's It will be party down. Yeah, it'll be a, I'm not waking up to an alarm. Let's just oh, put it yeah, that yeah, way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good right? Lord, no. No. It'll be an all-night event. I mean, in the, you've got football on at night. See? You know, I mean, that's the best part. It just, it goes on and on and on. And what, what a time to be alive. Am I right? (laughs) I love it. I love it. So we're, we're close and we'll have another podcast. Now we're, we're going to get back on our routine. We're, you know, I, we, I want to apologize to the listeners. We've let you down. Um, but we're here for you. We're going to get it fixed. Oh, it's fixed. <laughs> it's fixed. And we're peaking. So I hope you're ready for it. Kyle, this is where we tell our listeners, come don't to us. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Now that we're back... Tell them, don't be shy. Just don't be shy. Hop, hop on the JK Sportca- Sportscast um, podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sportscast podcast? Yeah, Sportscast podcast. <laughs> right, um, right, right. How's our, uh, by the way, is our, um, are we going to get back up into the Twitter game too? Yeah, we, we need to like... get up and running. Our social media game has been slacking. Um, we'll get on our uh, social media. We're going um, all in. We're going back all in. I might start getting aggressive with Twitter. I might just start instigating um, yeah. with coaches. Like Lane Kiffin. Go yeah, after Lane. Yeah. I'm just going to try to start getting people all riled up. Just start adding like Lane Kiffin or um, Dan Mullen. But, you know, you can't go after the big the coaches, the head coaches. you got to go after the assistant coaches because they're the ones that will probably answer more because they're like the recruiters. I don't know. Like what? the tight end, co- tight end coaches, right? They're the ones who are yeah. watching all the high school kids and seeing like, hey, let me like your photo. Come right. to come to this school. Come come here. Does being a college assistant coach sound like a huge drag? Yes. Like you literally are sucking up to a bunch of high school kids constantly, and then traveling around to watch them play and recruit throughout the year, and then you got to go and. I don't know, monitor a bunch of dumb college kids. And you also have to just constantly be um, on your phone at all times. Yes. And, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're basically have to turn yourself into a high school kid. Yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't sound, and you move all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, those guys, they live in 15 different cities. I don't know. And you're always in a new house, like, every night. Yeah. Having whatever food mm-hmm. the kids' parents give you and say, oh, no, this is great. Thanks for your uh, macaroni. Yeah. yeah I I like to think of myself as very, you know, laid back and go with the flow, which I am. But at the same time, I like my routines throughout the week. You know, don't change it up on me. I, I don't know. Not for me. Yeah. Not for me. So, the topic we all want to talk about, Kyle. Let's go. College football. Let's go. It's up. It's going. Um, unless you play for the Gators. Unless you play for the Gators, right? So, Big Ten starts this week. Um, this coming weekend. Yeah. Yep. Um, starts up. The SEC has been in um, full force. Yeah. Pretty good games. All Four SEC weeks? conference. Four weeks? It's been a month, right? Uh, yeah. It's been a month. Yeah. It's been a month. Um, unfortunately, the Gators have only played three games because COVID. Yeah, I mean, and that's the reality we live in. And I think we all understand that that's kind of, you know, part of the world now is interruptions and taking breaks due to COVID outbreaks, whether it be sports or kids at school or at work or, you know, whatever. And it just, it is what it is. And you kind of roll with the punches and move on. It's only a matter of time. Um, the irony of the Florida Gators is 
Mullen saying he wants to pack the swamp for the LSU game. Yeah. And then comes down with COVID. And it's not a, a you know, you don't want to make light of the situation. Um, it's a bad look. It's a bad it, look. It's a really around. bad look. Um, yeah. Probably unfortunate circumstances, but it's it's a bad look. Um, didn't give him so many favors. But if I just stick to the football, you know, game one of the Gators. Tell me, give me your feelings as game one when the college football season started and UF lined it up there against Ole Miss and you saw the offense and the defense game. What were your takeaways? Go back to that day. What, how did you feel? What were your emotions back then? Well, Juan, I know you're going to find this as a surprise, but <laughs> this season has been a roller coaster of emotions okay. for me. Yeah. Um, the first game, I have never been more fired up. For I've been a Gator fan my entire life. Yep. This um, is before the game, after the game? No, 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 after the game. Okay, so after re- the game. Reactions after the game, after the <clears throat> because, first game. Because, and I'll tell you why, they, they lived up to my expectations. I came into the season thinking, all right, this is the year. This is, this is the year in which... Florida's going to make the playoffs. Are they going to win a national championship? Nah, I'm not going to go that far. But we're going to make the playoffs. We are going to play in the SEC championship game. Offensively, we are humming. Mullen's got us, you know, run on all cylinders. Super fired up. And the Kyle Trask to Kyle Pitts play by these announcers in the games is just, I don't know, it, it makes me want to vomit. But... The reality of the situation is, if I'm Kyle Trask, I'm throwing to Kyle Pitts 50 times a game. <laughs> I, yeah. I, he is an absolute freak of nature. There's not a DB, there's not a linebacker who can cover him in the entire nation. It is, It gets me so fired up. Our offense is super fun to watch. And we have said this now for 10 years. Like, listen, if we're going to lose, that's fine. Just entertain me. That is what Mullen has finally brought. It's the first time since Urban Meyer has left mm-hmm. that there is pure... Every game, they're going to line up. You know you're going to be entertained. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And, But I will tell you, so the first game, yeah. Ole Miss, right? You know, you've got Lane Kiffin in the SEC with his goofy offense. And, you know, it's the first game. There's no warm-up game. It's been a weird summer. You give the defense a pass, right? Mm -hmm. For having a tough game. I mean, I think that's fair. Everybody was kind of like, whatever, but no big deal. Second game. Well, now we, now we start getting a little worried. It looks more of the same, right? And we had a lot of injuries the first week too, or, uh, people out, I Mm -hmm. should say. Second game, more people come back more of the same though on defense, but the middle of the field, safeties, linebackers, whew, it is ugly. We're getting right. gashed, right? Third game, A&M. Zero, absolutely zero reason we should lose to A&M. No, there is zero excuse. In our first, defense... First, play of the, first drive of the game, Gators get the ball, and they march down so easy. and score. And Kyle Pitts has like that... I mean, he basically mossed the guy. Yeah. And, and you're like... It's ours. Like this is it's it. Our, I, you know, and it's funny because never throughout the game, as poorly as our defense played, I never honestly thought we're gonna lose the game. I never thought that. I, I, I the whole time watching, I'm like, this, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. It's just ugly, whatever. And then the fumble happened. And then we fumbled. Yeah. And. I'm not going to put the game on the fumble. I mean, that was just, it's unfortunate timing. It shouldn't have happened. That didn't cost us the game. Our defense cost us the game. They, it is so horrific. What the heck is going on? There's so much talent on the defensive side of the ball. Please tell me. What, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't... I need an answer, I've, Juan. I've been... I've been... Taking all my thoughts and comments about the uh, Florida defense is just burying them deep, deep down inside. <laughs> That's not healthy um, for you. <laughs> no, not healthy. But I, I try to be a positive person. You know, I try to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. Right? Is this fixable? 
maybe we still have the our best D linemen out, not getting a lot of pressure. Maybe that would help, you know, linebackers and others. I also try to think of at the end of the day I tell myself what you what you said. After the McElwain and Muschamp and McElwain years, mm-hmm. when we fired Muschamp, I said to myself, I said self, <laughs> I don't care who we hire as a coach, but I just want somebody who will give us offense. Right. And I said I would rather lose a game, forty-five to forty, than lose the games that we were losing, nine to six, thirteen to ten. Totally agree. Just horrible. You know, I I, I was on the bandwagon of, I'm going to sell my soul for offense. I don't care about the defense. Don't care. Just give me good offense. Because secretly, even a little bit down there, even though I said it, I I figured we're never going to have that bad of a defense. Right. So all we really need is just a good offense. Correct. Once we have it, it'll be, you know, it'll be there. Right. But then it happened. (laughs) Kyle, yeah. it's happening we're, right now. We're there. We're a Big 12 school. Yes. We're, we're Oklahoma. Yes. All right, we're Texas. We're the school that we're just scoring up and down, and but the defense can't stop anybody, and we're playing in a better conference in the Big 12, and we're losing. That's right. And I, I can't handle Like, I don't know how to process this. I, I You know, I, I don't know how to process that Florida defense is just that bad. That is such a great comment because I don't know if we've ever been in this scenario before with a defense this bad. I mean, I don't know if we've ever been at a point as a Florida fan where you can say the defense was bad. You know, I mean, truthfully. I mean, yeah. 90s, you know, the... 2000s, I mean, the, the last, you know, 12 years that have been a train wreck, the defense has always been great. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some years that they weren't great. The only year I can kind of try to compare is 2007, right? So Florida had just won the national championship. Sure. Yep. Tebow is coming to take the, the reins of quarterback and our offense is flying, right? We're scoring a lot of points, um, but we really don't win as much games as we probably should have with our offense. They lost or four as games. Good as we have. They lost that four games. The one that always sticks out with is the LSU game, right? Where right. we're, I mean, we were Florida was winning that game. Tebow's all fired up. They got his cell phone number. Yeah. Texting him. He's yeah. calling them out. Like, I was in Baton Rouge. Yeah, he was uh, calling them out and calling them paper tigers as he's scoring. We have a big lead. I mean, like 10, 14 mm-hmm. points. But, and right. we they go four for four on fourth downs. Like, we can't stop them. And they go down and we, we lose the game, right? We right. lose to Georgia, all this stuff. But that season was a little bit different. One, because he just won the national championship the year before. And that defense, all those players were young. That's, so like you remember could, you, how many starters we lost? I mean, it was essentially yeah. the entire. I mean, you defense. lost Reggie Nelson, All American. You, you lost a ton, um, but you had, but you knew you had a lot of studs and people who were good, but you're just like they're young, they're, you know, they're new. It wasn't. It still wasn't this bad. Like this year, and it's only been three games. I'm like, I don't see anybody who I think is going to be a stud. Like, Khalil Elam, I think, is good, right? Marco Wilson, I feel like, got worse. Um, Like, I guess at the end of it is there's not one thing I can put my finger on and say this is what needs to be fixed and and the defense will be be better. I think it's just a combination of all these small things, right? Players – not living up to their potential and maybe slacking in the off season because there was COVID and all this stuff, right? Maybe coaches still trying to figure out who they're and, and possibly not putting people in the right position, but still tinkering around with the lineup. Right. Which all co- coaches always do that. Right. Right. Um, 
and maybe just some bad luck every now and then, right? But yeah. I, there's not just I can't say that there's one thing that that's so there's not there. one player. I I will tell you that this is gonna sound like a really dumb comment, and I know that before I say it. But any sport, if you cannot control the middle of the field, the middle of the court, the middle of the ice, whatever sport you're playing, if you cannot control the center of that playing surface, you cannot control the game. And odds are you're probably going to lose. If you think about basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, it doesn't matter, tennis, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. If you lose in the center of the court or field, you're going to lose the game. Our defense gets just gashed up the middle, whether it's our run defense, really our pass defense in the middle of the field. It's like it's there's like this bubble that we just I don't know what happens. And I don't, I I'm not a you know right. a, a football mind. I don't know what causes that. I don't know why that is. Um but for some reason that is where we get burned. And the problem is when you give big plays up in the middle of the field, then the outside falls apart. I mean, the, you know, you can see all of this happening, but you just you you won't, don't win third downs. You give up big plays. It's just it's hard. It's really really difficult to watch, like you said, because we're not used to that. I I don't know how to react. I'm not sure what to do. Some Big Twelve fan, give me a call. Let me know. How Seriously. how should I? Uh, what should my expectations be? Are two weeks off due to COVID? Is that going to help us? Probably like, not yeah. because the players can't even practice or do anything. That, that's it. I mean, do we, it, we can't tackle either, by the way. We can't wrap up. Right. right? Which, in, in that I do attribute to a lack of practice, physical contact, etc. I I truly believe a tackling, and you always tell that in the first couple games, Right. You can yeah. always, there's always missed tackles and dumb plays. And so I was saying the first two games, I wasn't super concerned. But when it's the same exact thing for three straight weeks, well, now it's a trend. I mean, now it's a thing. Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice. Right. 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 Aristotle again. Am I right? You can't fool me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's frustrating. I. But... With all of that being said, I, I would like to know, I'm curious to know, from an SEC standpoint, we saw a big game this last weekend with Alabama-Georgia. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a bunch of SEC games, which is great. Um, what are Who are your SEC picks? It's it's hard to pick, I feel like, playoffs at this time with the Pac, Pac-12. It's hard for me bit. to not pick Alabama-Georgia right now. Um, until... Until I see it, I just I'm gonna be pessimistic, and I I don't know if Florida can beat Georgia this year. Um, they uh, they can right? I don't know if they will. Um, Georgia's defense is really really good. It is right. It About is number one in the country. Yeah. Um. And I, I they play us. Like it's their Super Bowl every year. Yeah. Um, they could they can lay an egg against whoever else get beat by forty or fifty, but when it's against us, Jake Fromm has his best game of the year. You know the quarterbacks do this ever since Kirby's gotten there. Right. So, what, what, from with what I've seen, the limited data I have, I mean our offense for sure. This was the year. I'm like this is the year. Just beat Georgia. Our offense is gonna score up and down, and I still think they could. But I'm like, I can't trust our defense to get a stop and right and, and and win the game for us. And Alabama looks awesome. Alabama, I am super impressed with them. I I honestly thought going into the year this would be a down year for them. Oof, it is not. They look strong. Yeah, for some reason I still can't buy into the hype that Mac Jones is good. Yeah. Like a good quarterback. I'm like, that guy can't be good. Like, yeah. Alabama doesn't have really good quarterbacks that can throw down the field all the time. It's crazy how that. the recruiting has changed at Alabama just recently. Yeah. Um, it's unreal. But, yeah, they're – I don't know, man. They're going to be so tough to beat. So, I would love for it, but I just 
at least for Florida, if you give me a three-game sample, I think we lose to Georgia. Um, we may lose a random one like Tennessee or something like that. Tennessee is garbage. I could see us losing another SEC Missouri, game. maybe. I yeah, I mean you're you're right. I think it, there's another random loss in there. Um, Pythagorean's theorem. How about old football? Felipe at Arkansas? Yeah, we could lose. They that just game. railroaded Ole Miss. Yeah. I it's crazy, man. I don't know. I when, when you have a bad defense, you just you never know because the problem is, is. Defense is typically pretty consistent, right? You, For the most part, you know what you're getting out of your defense. Offense, unfortunately, can sputter. And if they do, I just I don't think our defense can pick it up. No. I don't. Um, I, I do think... And also, I was trying to look up the stat. Florida is running very few plays. Yeah, because they, offense. they score so quickly. Yes, and their offenses are just like their defenses. Our third down. I mean, we did not stop them on third down. Texas A&M. I think we stopped no, them once. That's, that's my point. When you're, you cannot. Our third down defense has to be one of the worst in the nation. It's unreal. I mean, they're so bad. Um, and I don't know the stats on it, but you just if you can't get the other team's offense off the field, you're never gonna win the game. Yeah. Um, our offense, my goodness, they're so good. And, it, you know, even if I, – I do think even – you don't have to rely on Kyle Pitts, you know, at receiver, right? You literally turn around and just hand the ball to Tony yep. and just say, go, just run. He's a freak. There's so many good playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, which is fun. I, I love it. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully our defense picks it up. Hopefully they figure it out. Um, I mean, so do you think that SEC championship right now, who are your picks? Let's be, for the sake of not doing the same thing and being optimistic, I'm going to go with UF. I'm going to say they figure it out. I'm going to say Mullen proves his worth as a head coach. Yeah. And really figures it out, figures out the talent that he has, makes the most of it. Georgia has a loss in the SEC East. Every team in the SEC East has a loss right now. So we're on we're all even right now, okay? So if you're the Gators, you went out, you're good to go. Or you beat Georgia, in theory you're good to go and you can even, you know, have another weird loss in there. So let's go up Bama Florida. There I I don't see anybody in the West beating Bama. Yeah. So the through three games, these are the play differentials. So for the first game, UF versus Ole Miss, Florida ran 74 plays, Ole Miss ran 78. So that's not a bad differential, right? No. That's pretty normal. No, especially at that number. Um, South Carolina, Florida ran 53 plays, South Carolina ran 83. Oof. Now, but but okay, so this is where stats are misleading yeah, because right. it's a must champ offense. A lot of runs. They're grinding it out. Muschamp was an idiot that he ran a. He's down like two scores, and this is why I'm so glad he's not our coach. He ran like a ten minute drive. Yes. Right. To score. Right. And and it's like, with, uh, yeah, with I think exactly ten, almost ten minutes left. Right. Right. So they had he left himself no time where they just had to get an onside kick, and then be able to do it. It's like, right. no, you go try to score quick or do something. Right, right. Um, but anyways, uh, and then Texas A&M, Florida ran 56 plays, and they ran 74. And that's, I mean, and that's against a Jimbo offense. I mean, you know, and A&M is extremely talented. It's not like they're some garbage team. I mean, that's a good team. They just, just ran, I mean, he figured out that, the defense was horrible, so he just needed to run. Correct. I Yeah, if you're an opposing team, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty easy formula. To Florida can't tackle, and they can't go stop anybody in up the middle. Right. Right, so go to the linebackers and safeties, and you're, and you're That's fine. right. Yeah, I know. Done. We're the coach. 
That, well, see how easy it is? Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Um, a lot of football left. Gators don't play until Halloween. Halloween? We have a game time on that yet? Uh, I don't think so. Halloween may get a little dicey this year. It's on a Saturday. Yeah. College football. Woo! Gonna be good stuff. They play Missouri on Halloween? Play Missouri. Okay. Let's do it. And then the next week is Georgia, so. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. What's that one? Lightning round. Woo! Lightning round. All right. So, we got some things to talk about. I am going to start off with... We're going to start off with a tough one. A light tough one. Or maybe not a tough one. I don't know. All right. So, let's say in this magical world, you could spread 10 championships among your favorite teams. For the rest of your life, right? So Jeannie says, your teams are going to win. Your favorite teams, pro, college, don't care what they are, are going to win 10 championships in your lifetime, right? From from now until you die. How would you spread those 10 championships? Any sport, any level team. All right. So... Uh, all from, right. from this point on. Uh, okay. So, okay, from, so we can we can From this north, point on. All right. So this this, and I'm going to preface that that's a phenomenal question. I know. That's Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal question. Um, I'm going to preface it with this is not an order. Okay. This is not an order. No, it doesn't have to be an order. Preference just... or time frame. This yeah. is just what I would do. Okay. Yeah. So from now until you're 98 years old, because that's when you'll. Okay, so I, I'm going to need <laughs> clarification on a couple of them. So I'm, I want Tiger to win the Masters to break the record. The all-time wins record, excuse me. Okay, so that's your uh, one, and you that, have nine that, more to spread around. Now I have nine more to spread around. Yep. Does Tiger winning to break Nicholas's record count as one, or does that count as four more? Well, it's up to you, right? Uh, I, I don't think you can decide when... So, like, you can't decide when, right? You can't time phase these. You can't say in this year and that year. You can just... So, so like, I'm going to take two for Tiger. Okay. One, but I want him to break the record <laughs> for all-time wins at the Masters to okay. get him to 15. So, so you're going to give two of your champions, your 10, to Tiger Woods I'm at a major. Two, at, at a, so one for the Masters yeah. to break the all-time wins record, and then one, I don't really... In all honesty, I don't care where... Yeah but to break Jack's record. Okay. Okay, so I'm giving two to Tiger. I'm giving one, this is going to be a wild card, to the USA men's soccer team winning the World Cup. Oh! I can't, I, I don't think people realize Ooh. how absolutely massive that would be. And again, I'm not putting this in order of preference or this is yeah. just in my lifetime. That is something I would absolutely love to see. Okay. Wow, that talk about a don't come to work. Like, oh that my Monday. god, that's, that's a, a spring break or wow. summer break type thing. Okay, that so, that would be so awesome. that's you're at three. That that would be awesome. Okay, so three. All right, so this is the rest of my lifetime. Yep. From okay, now, so from your age now until. All right, so give me. One in each decade. I'm not asking too much for the football team, right? So Which, give give for, me four. For the Gators? Let's be honest. I can't imagine I live past my 70s, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just give me one, you know, per decade. That's not asking too much, is it? Okay. It doesn't have okay. to be exactly every 10 okay. years. It's just one per decade. Okay. Fair enough. I, I feel like that's reasonable. Okay. So you got three more, right? So I got three more. Because you have two for Tiger. One for the um, World right. Cup, right? And then four. No, did we say four? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got four for football. So I have three more. Yeah. Do I want to give all three to our basketball team? 
Oh, that would be incredible. Man. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. With Mike White as the coach or without? <laughs> no, I listen, I don't I don't really care. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give one to our basketball team with Mike White or anybody as coach, okay? I'm going to give the second to our basketball team with Billy D coming back. Oh, God. <laughs> and winning one. That would be awesome. Billy D coming back. Okay, so I've got one more left. Two daughters, you... No, two daughters are going to go to school together and play some sport together and win a national championship somewhere playing something. Okay. There's my 10. Wow, yeah. Do the, you... the family, The family vote. Yeah, right. Game. I gotta get. I, listen, I don't. Maybe they end up playing something. Maybe they don't. But if they do, God, does it have how to be a college? Be does it have to be a college? Uh, you're calling a college one though, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll just. It's not like a state championship, or anything like a high school state championship, or. No, I want it to be collegiate, <laughs> <laughs> because then I can. Yeah, let's make it collegiate. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'd be upset at myself if I didn't, you know, set aside one. If for you them. peak too soon. Yeah. Right? Come on. Because, I mean, but yeah, because I mean, going pros, it's too early to tell for the pros. Like, yeah, I, pros. it's too early to tell for middle school. <laughs> <laughs> but I would just be very upset at myself if I didn't set you aside could li- one. So you could live with yourself if they won in the college but never in the pros. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah yeah right right. And I could live with myself if they never ended up playing sports seriously. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, I just set aside one, whatever. I mean, the Gators are still winning. I'm still good. <laughs> yeah, you could. You have your once a decade Gator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all set. I'm all Gator set. Except you're never gonna know like what year it is, which is the excitement of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't know. Cause Tiger, what if Tiger's sixty? When he wins the Masters oh to break God. the record. He just does a ton of steroids <laughs> and just tears it up. He right. and DeChambeau like, just start yeah. busting down trees in Augusta. Man, yeah. that'll get you All right, back. so anyways, lightning round. Let's go to the next. Uh... All right, sorry. I know it's supposed to be lightning. <laughs> but great answers, though. Great answers. That was a great question. We might have to circle back <laughs> on that one because I'd love to hear yours, too. Um, all right, so kind of in the same ballpark. So 2020, okay? Okay. We... Only have a couple months left of the year, really two, less than two and a half left. So I'm trying to think of the big sporting events that are left. You have, if you have the SEC championship game, the Masters, game seven of the World Series, but you don't know who's playing in it yet. You don't know technically the teams or who's going to be there. You get two tickets to the event. Okay. So there's, it's Game 7 of the World Series. Assuming they play Game 7 of the World Series. The Masters. That We still have the Masters. We still have the SEC Championship game. The big events left in sports. You get one event to go to, but you don't know if it's going to happen. You just, one event. Here you go. Here's two tickets. Hmm. Which one are you taking? Which one were you most, would you want to see? So I probably wouldn't do the SEC Championship game. I've been to one before. There's a lot of risk there if you're, like, obviously I want to go to one that I'm going to join no matter who's playing. Right. So it's obviously the Masters. Right. Because the World Series, while it is great, I could, you know, if it's not a team that you care for or really have an interest. Game 7 would be pretty sweet, though. It would be. Right. But. Oh, I'm with you. I agree. SEC Championship game. That would be a lot of fun. That would probably be my number two. Masters would be one because it's the Masters. It's at Augusta. I mean, right. it doesn't matter who's there. When If you win a green jacket, even if it's Patrick Reed, Ugh. like it's, it's the Masters. Right. And you're going to see more people, right? Yeah. Because there's still other, others in contention. It's That's not a just a final point. group. That's a great point. Right? You still you're get not, to see everybody. You're not locked into yeah. two teams. We didn't think this could, one through. Care. Proud so, of you. So, um, yeah, I think I would definitely go with uh, the Masters. Good work. And good memorabilia. I mean, yeah. if it all sucks, cheap beer there, cheap food. Pimento sandwich for the road. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Um, 
my question for you, I don't know, I kind of... Big Ten football starting okay. this weekend. Yep. Simple question. Do you see anybody else besides Ohio State winning the Big Ten? No. I don't. I, I think we've, so far in this college football season, it's proven that the top-tier college football teams are the ones dominating right now. Um, you clearly see who the better athletes are on the field. The better recruited teams are just dominating right now. So, in Ohio State is just that in the Big Ten. Yeah, I can't see anybody else beating them. Yeah, can't either. Uh, my last question for you, we haven't talked about the NBA at all. Um, it was super bizarre scenario, playing in a bubble at Disney World, finished their season, finished the playoffs. Uh, LeBron ends up winning the finals. That is his fourth championship. Yep, number four. Does that cement him and his legacy as a top two player of all time? And do you think his legacy has the potential to surpass Jordan now? I think before the fourth one, it already cemented, like he was already up there. You think um, as the top two player in the NBA of all time? Yeah, I do. I think he was, he is really, really good and doesn't get enough credit um, for it. Probably because he's a little bit of a different personality. I guess maybe he's the woke personality as the kids call it these days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but you know kobe and and jordan are just kind of like what's the word i want to say kind of a-holes right like they're but jordan and kobe were what well, jordan even more than kobe were beloved they were but it's the the weird thing it's like sports is probably the only place that somebody with that personality who punches their own teammates like belittles them and calls them out for everything that they do is beloved and they say oh he's a winner he wants to win sure if a guy at work did that you would be like this guy sucks (laughs) (laughs) like this is a horrible boss yeah i don't i don't care if i want employee of the month or i got like the best employee or anything yeah right you would say yeah, we got things done. I got a raise. We we got what we wanted. We made more money, but this guy was just a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and you would kind of be over it. In sports, we reward it as that guy's a winner. Sure. And I'm not trying to say anything wrong. I'm like, I love Jordan. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so love him. Right. Or that. But it's just interesting how LeBron is just completely different. Right. And he kind of is more of the all right. Let me get the ball to everybody. Let's all do this. Let's. I don't know. In a, it has a different leadership style than that, right? And you could obviously argue that that's why he's not has been as successful because maybe he doesn't have that as much killer mentality. I don't know. I don't know how you can even judge that. Right. <laughs> Somebody's mentality. Right. With it. But I do think LeBron is really freaking good. And somebody who averages a triple-double for a whole season – and goes to NBA Finals pretty much every year. He's <laughs> plays the, the game. Last ten years. Yeah, plays the game is obviously like a freak. Yeah. And he's just done it differently. So I can objectively like take out the he's not as good as Jordan Rever and say he won. He went to the NBA Finals nine years in a row and won three titles. Now it's four. Like yeah. even when he won three. He's good enough to, I think that should be a Hall of Famer and one of the top, if not two, even three. I, I mean, I don't know who you put above him. Yeah. Besides Michael. Oh, so. MJ. That's it. That's, that was my, uh, that's all I we had it. for lighting around. It. it was good to be back. Good to be back. We'll see you all soon. Follow us on all social media platforms. All of them. Let's do it. Till next time, we'll do it again soon. I'm sure we will. Oh, yes, we will.